0: Well, if you have your Bibles, you can look at Matthew 15, verse 1. Matthew 15, verse 1. It says, then, the verse 1, then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders for they do not wash their hands when they eat bread he answered and said to them why why do you also transgress the commandment of god because of your tradition for god commanded saying honor your father and mother and he who curses Father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father and mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Then he need not honor the father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So Jesus, you know, the, the Pharisees, like they do, they're nitpicking and uh, finding fault with uh, Jesus' disciples and saying, you're not eating right, you're not washing your hands right. And, and Jesus just came back at him and said, well, why are you transgressing the commandment of God because of your tradition. And he said, you know, here he's, uh, he said, the Bible says this, Honor your father and mother, and he who curses his father, let him be put to death. But you're saying, well, if I had a gift that I was supposed to, it was supposed to be from my parents, if I say, oh, I'm giving it to God, then I'm okay. And he said, you're not honoring your father and your mother. You're making the commandment of God. Verse uh, 6, it says, thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites. And then he says, well, did Isaiah uh, prophesy about you saying, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In verse nine, which is what I want to get to, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. In the NLT, it says their worship is is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. In the message, it says, they act like they're worshiping me, but they don't mean it. They just use me as a cover for teaching whatever suits their fancy. So Jesus is saying, these people are teaching man-made ideas as if it were God's law. Matthew 15, 9, in the message, it says, They act like they're worshiping me, but they don't mean it. They just use me as a cover for teaching whatever suits their fancy. Is that going on today? You don't have to be sh- uh, uh, you know, bashful. Is that going on today? If it was going on in Jesus' day, is it going on today? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Do people take uh, their own ideas and preach it like it's the Word of God? Yes. Absolutely. Dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Let's look at Revelation 22, verse 18. Read a couple more verses. We got a lot more verses, but let's read these. Revelation 22, verse 18 says, For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. So he said, if, if anyone adds to these things, what? What? the Word of God, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of this prophecy, God will take away his part in the book of life. So we don't add to the Bible. We don't take away from the Bible. Uh, We believe what the Bible says, not what people say. Proverbs 30, verse 5 says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. Do not add to His words, lest He rebuke you and you be found a liar. It says every word of God is pure. They didn't say every word that somebody said in the name of God is pure. It said God's words are pure. What's written in this book is pure. What's written in the Bible, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Men wrote it down. People say, well, men wrote the Bible. Men wrote it down, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so, it is truth. It is life. It's not just a book. It's not just a man-made artifact. It is accounts over time and inspiration over time uh, by the Holy Spirit. And it's woven together. Many, many writers, one author. The author is the Holy Spirit. Look at Acts 17, verse 10. Thank you, Lord. Acts 17, verse 10. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were fo- more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few Greeks, prominent men, uh, women as well as men. So it says uh, they went, Paul and Silas went to Berea. And So so the Bereans here, when they arrived, they went to the synagogue of the Jews, and it says they were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the Word of God with all readiness and searched the Scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So what was being spoken, these people, the Bereans, they were searching the Scriptures to find out if what was spoken is actually true. That's how we ought to think. We ought to think, I don't take anything as truth unless I see Scripture for it. It's not about believing a man, a person, men's doctrines, men's teachings, men's ideas. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that people... um, They have ideas about certain areas and preach it as if it's scripture and then and then individuals can latch on to those things and say, well I believe this why do you believe it because that's religion that's exactly what Jesus is talking about it's like they're passing this down and it's not Bible it's not the the Bible it's it's somebody's ideas. The Bereans were searching the scriptures to see if the things were so. How did they determine if they were so? The scriptures, that is our, our standard. It's not, it's not a person. You know, um, I went to Rhema Bible Training Center called then Rhema Bible Training College, and they would say this frequently. And in fact, I just um, tuned in uh, a few weeks ago, they had—they—they uh, they have a week. What they call the student revival. They have orientation, then they have a week of morning services. They so have some other classes, and then they have—you know—everybody gathers in the main auditorium and they have uh, services, you know, before the school year even starts. And I happened to catch the, the dean, uh, Tad Gregorich, who was one of my instructors then. He wasn't the dean, and he was my—my—my. Uh, my, my preaching lab person. You know, we had a bunch of people and he was the one that was moderating the lab. He was my instructor, but he's the Dean. And I heard him say, he goes, as we're starting out, he goes, you don't take anything that anybody says, unless you see it in the Bible. He goes, I don't care if it's me. I don't care who it is. If you don't see it in the Bible, throw it out. First thing he's telling the Bible students. In other words, he's not saying, you came to Ramah, thus saith Rama. He's saying, it doesn't matter, because men are fallible. People can say something, and it's not, it's not right. I mean, there's, well, I won't say that part, but, you know, they, people can make mistakes. So you, you, you uh, I'm so thankful for that. You know, Brother Hagin himself, he would say this over and over, but I don't think people actually sometimes took it for what it actually said. He would say that same thing. If I say something, and it's not, it's not lining up the Word of God, you throw it He would say, if, if, I, if you get a word, you know, word of, of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, and it doesn't bear witness with your spirit, he goes, I don't care if I say it or somebody else says it, if it doesn't bear witness with your spirit, throw it out. But I think sometimes people say, well, yeah, yeah, that's nice. You're saying that, but basically you would never miss it. Well, what are you doing? You're falling into people worship at that point. We don't want to worship a person. We don't want to worship uh, any organization. We want to worship the Lord. You know, you don't follow personalities. You don't accept, accept something because of somebody's ministry size or church size or following size that's irrelevant. If you want to go by that, look at the world. They got, some of them have a whole lot more followers. Does that mean what they're saying is truth? <laughs> Absolutely not. The, the number of people does, shouldn't discern, determine what we take as truth. That's irrelevant. Or somebody's testimony. Well, wow, that was supernatural. So what, that means everything concerning the Bible? That they say is right, that's not true. It doesn't matter how spectacular it is. It doesn't mean that everybody, anything they say now, because they had a supernatural experience, lines up with the Word of God. How do you determine if it lines up with the Word of God? You look at the Word of God. Look at... Um, Skip down. I'm going to skip you down a little bit, but just put up Romans eight, verse fourteen. You'll just put this up. I want to say this in passing. Now, before we do that, let's go to First Corinthians three, just right above that. A few, few of them. We'll go there. You guys okay? Yes. It says verse. First Corinthians three verse one And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are not still able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, or another, I am of Paulus, are you not carnal? Or you could say, they're babies. He said, I could, I, I could only speak to you as babes. We'd say babies. We've been talking about that in our, in our series, but you know it's, it's related, but um, not what we're focusing on tonight. Verse 4, when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Paulus, are you not carnal? When somebody's saying, well, basically, I'm following a man. I'm of this person. Whatever they say, that's gospel. No. No, it's the Bible. It's the scriptures. Now, this doesn't mean we are not connected with people. See, those are two different things. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1 says, this is Paul saying, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Uh, in the Amplified Classic, it says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. So see, you can be hooked up with people and should be hooked up with people. On this earth, there's going to be a company you're running with, and you should follow people that are put into places that, uh, that you're um, connected with spiritually. God does that. But you're you're running with them you're looking to their example because we we should have people that we're looking at that have walked out this thing called christianity currently in the flesh that we can look to somebody that's walking and and we can say yeah that that's modeling that's what i want to do too okay modeling what modeling what the bible says not their personal philosophy not their personal uh teachings, the, what the Bible says. But as you're doing that, you ought to be finding people that you can hook up with, people that are further in you, people are the same uh, age as you, then you're an example for other people. We ought to run. See, that's different than saying, yeah, but, but I'm with this person and everybody else is wrong or this person's infallible. But you being hooked up with somebody that, uh, uh, you know, that you're running with, that's godly. We see Paul saying that here. But, but you don't be like, well, I have the corner on the truth. No, nobody has a corner on the truth. The gospel's truth. The word is truth. And anybody that's preaching the word and, and uh, preaching the truth, you ought to be able to receive from. That doesn't mean that you won't, you know, you're going to receive from certain people. Uh, just you ought to be able to receive the word from anybody. That doesn't mean you won't have people that you're hooked up with that you're able to receive from that's like, well, I really get... I think that's, that's a... I believe that's something of God, like we're reading here. But look at Romans eight fourteen. We should be... We, we will be able to determine... See, it's the Word. You're looking at the Word, but it's going to bear witness with your heart. Truth will. Uh, Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And this is, this is a way he's going to bear witness with you truth. And so you can be halfway across the country and be in a, in a uh, meeting, in a church or other meeting, and be hearing the Word and looking at the Scripture and said, yep, that's right on. You can be halfway across the world, people speaking English, but, you know, in a different accent than you, and you can be in that meeting going, same spirit, same word, same truth. And you ought to be able to do that. You, if it's truth, it's true here and it's true in India, it's true in Africa, it's true in Europe, and you can sit and go, praise God, hallelujah, you can sing. It's not about the location. It's about the word and the truth. You ought to be able to hook up and say, yes, that's true. Doesn't matter whose lips it's coming from. Doesn't matter their background. You ought to be able to sit and go, yeah, that's that's right on. Amen, brother. Amen, sister. Well, you're not, you know. I I don't know. You're you're from a different place. What? I mean, are we Christians? Well, I don't know if I can receive. Well, we got to watch that. That see that's you're, you you got to be careful. Are are we following people then? So, just because um uh, going back to this, because you see a lot um I mean, especially in our day and age, uh, because we have access to so much. We have access to basically, you can watch, if they have a live stream, if they have video, you can watch literally anybody in the world. It's a globalization of, not of the church, but of this type of a thing, and people, uh, you know, that that wasn't the case 200 years ago. And so people, they, they, it, Christians treat things like that because the world's gotten into them. There's a lot of Christianity that treats the things of God just like it's of the world. They treat it like entertainment. They treat it like entertainers or people in the world looking, well, you know, uh, this guy's, I mean, he's on fire. Look, look at, you know, this is the hot thing. What, that's acting like he's a rock star or something. There's a new band coming up. The, the gospel's eternal, number one, but most of it's put down like 2,000 plus years ago. You know, like somebody said, it's as new as it is old. But there's nothing new. And that's carnal. That that's fleshly. That's that that's acting like a baby. I mean, like, you know, a teenager. What do the teenagers do? Ooh, look at the new, look at the new rock band. These guys are so cool. It's the same four chords, a lot of the same melodies, maybe the synths and different that, you know, the, the guitar sounds a little bit different. But you know, it didn't look much different than certain bands like coming out in the 60s where all the late girls were. Like a name bands, same thing. Well, these are the new now. These guys, their ultimate clue—they cool. have no idea what it looks like behind, in the, you know, behind the scenes in the, the dressing room, and what people actually act like. It's you know a facade. They're they're playing a role. Um, but you know what? In the church, people will act like that. This is the hot church. You know, it, it it towns. People are like, "Whoa, that, I've heard of it. it, everywhere." We're going. What are you going after? And so then, people are acting like somebody has a corner on the truth, and aren't searching the scriptures to find out is it true. And so then you have things that are in Christendom, you know, in Christianity that people are saying that are not scriptural, always has been like that, but people are saying, well, yeah, but so-and-so said it, and they're taking it. We ought not be like that. Nobody in here, nobody online that's watching, we should not be like that. We ought to think always, where's the Bible verse? Because for something to be scriptural, it has to have scripture. Supporting it. I don't care what it is. We 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 can't we can't just make up stuff as we go along. And so it doesn't really matter who's speaking as much as are they saying what the Bible says? Because we're actually we're supposed to be speaking for the Lord. And so this is how, when we're receiving, we're receiving the truth. The truth's the only thing that's going to change us. You realize doesn't matter who said it, if it's a man's idea, it's not going to hold up over time. It'll, it'll fall down just like every other man's idea has. So if we'll put the word first. Follow the Spirit, but give the Word first place. And people say, well, the Spirit told me this. Where's the Scripture, first of all? Because the Spirit of God is never going to tell you something that disagrees with the Word of God. Never. He's the one that inspired it, the Word of God. He's not going to disagree with Himself. We have whole segments of what would be called Christianity. You know, there's some Christians probably involved, but uh, whole what would be called denominations that, that are, are, are propagating things that aren't based on the Word of God. They're based on some tradition from years ago, but that tradition wasn't based on the Word of God. And so it's not the Word of God, it's the, it's the doctrine, or I mean, it's the, the ideas of people. Well, it's going to be dead. Look at um, Hebrews 13, verse 7. It says, remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow. There it goes again. I mean, it's saying people that are your, your um, there are people It says here, rule over that. So we don't like that. You know what we're going to have to understand if we're, we're going to grow up? probably get into some of these things later, but you know, we're not speaking specifically on that, is that God does have a structure. There is authority in the kingdom of God. There is, people don't like this, there is rank in the kingdom of God. Now that doesn't mean in the family. So see, people get this confused. You're born into the family of God. Everybody has the rights, the the same rights and privileges of a family member, but they don't all have the same position. You can see that in a household. Welcome members of the family, children, but they're not playing the same role as mom and dad. And as they grow and develop, the older sibling, I mean, especially if you got a good gap, if you got a 15-year gap between siblings, the the 18-year-old is carrying a different load than the three-year-old, right? Both family members, You don't say, well, one's better than the other. There's just different ages. they are different development. There is rank in the kingdom of God. There are people that are out ahead of us. Thank God. Thank God we're not just all just, you know, getting the kingdom of God and like, what do we do now? I don't know. What do we do? I I don't know. What do we do? We just all bumping at each other. Thank God we have people out ahead of us that we can say, oh, you've been doing this for 40 years. I can learn something from you. That's a godly thing. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow. Considering the outcome of their conduct, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus is the same. People can come and go. People do come and go. We die. But the gospel still preached. Verse 9, do not be carried away with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that that, uh, good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods, which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. Do not be carried away with various and strange doctrines. You know, there was said, so it says here, you follow people's faith. You should be able to, if you're hooked up with somebody, follow their doctrine, their faith. But, you know, it was said about one person, one, one leader, uh, in, in, uh, as a Christian, but he got off doctrinally uh, in the, about 1900, uh, around that time from late 1800s, I believe in, in 1900, powerful man of faith, saw miracles, saw things happen, but got off to where he, he was leading people astray. And somebody said of that person, you, you can follow his faith, but you can't follow his doctrine." You know, you can see somebody, it's just, wow, I mean, they were bold. And you, you, know, may, you may question some things. How did they walk in that and then end up there? There's a good book for you, read God's Generals. Yeah. And there's several other books like that. You'll see that there's certain people that, that walked in stuff, but you look at it, uh, they, they, they got in you know, a mess, some of them, not throwing any stones. I'm just saying that, that's, that's just what happened. But there are people that walk solid over a long period of time, too. This individual I was referring to, you know, somebody said, You can follow their faith. They they're after God, but their their teaching, they got off. Well, how do you know? You gotta look at the Bible. Well, God, but they they saw these miracles. They they look like they're a man of power. But what are they teaching? What are they saying? Just because they did some walked in something does not mean that they can't miss it. You remember Peter, not gonna take time to turn there? Peter, you know. Uh, Jesus asked him, who do you say I am? Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. Well, then he is, Jesus is rebuking him right after that and saying, get thee behind me, Satan. Well, we're human. And so you can't take a person and be like, well, everything they say is, is gospel. Everything they say is right. no. You, you need to constantly be checking uh, with the Word of God, and, you know, your spirit will alert you even if you don't, you, you, you know, you could be a baby Christian, just come in, and you hear something, and someone on the inside's bothering you, saying, then sit right. You haven't even, you don't even know everything, but your spirit is alive to God. You have the Holy Spirit within you, and He will warn you. It's not right. That's not right. That's not right. Look at 1 Timothy 4, verse 6. 1 Timothy 4, verse 6 says, If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine of which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. So be nourished in the words of faith and good doctrine, which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives' fables. There's a number of places where it talks about this in the Word. You reject things that are just ideas, that are just you know, thoughts of a person. Look at 2 Timothy 4, verse 1. It says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing in His kingdom. Preach what? Preach the Word. Preach the Word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, with all long suffering and teaching. Notice it says: re- convince, rebuke, exhort, rebuke, convince. People don't like that; they don't want to be corrected. The word of God will correct you. People over you will correct you. Well, I don't want any of that. This is a kingdom of God. Everybody wants to hear constantly just whatever is going to. We'll read it right here. Tickle their ears. No, you won't. You won't grow up that way. And you could. You could. End up in a ditch that way you, 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 we have to say Stennard on the truth. let's read this uh, all of verse two preach the word be ready in season and out of season convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching verse three for the time will come when they will not endure strong, sound doctrine well we, we've been there. We're deep in it now. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Let's go through verse 3 again. For the time will come when they they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires. In other words, it sounds good. In other words, there's something that you want to hear. You, you would like it to be that way. Hey, let me hear more of that, because I like that. Their own desires, because they have itching ears, that means scratch my ear, give me what I want to hear. I want to hear this. I want this to be real. We don't want, if we're Christians, we don't, and Jesus is our Lord, we don't want something to be real that's not real. You want the real, because if it's not real, if it's not true... Then it, it's false. It's a lie. It doesn't matter how good it sounds, at the end of the day, it's going to bite. You don't want that. You want the truth. Even what? If the truth hurts a little bit, still the truth. We want the truth. The truth's what's gonna make you free. The truth's what's gonna make you free and put you on a solid foundation. It's not gonna be some idea of man. That sounds good. You know, it's like junk food. It tastes good going down, but it bites you a little bit later. You can't live on that stuff. Looks good. You know, if you let kids go, well, just, I just want all that junk. Well, they may learn after a while. if They, they, they over, you know, overeat some of that stuff that it doesn't feel good, but, you know, short memories. So three weeks later, I want to do the same thing. Don't remember how much that hurt because it looks so good. I want it now. I don't care. I mean, adults can act like that, too. I mean, we probably... I I don't care. I'm I'm eating it. They will heap up for... So they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves, teachers. What does that mean? Listening to people that are teachers that are actually not saying the truth. What are they saying? Made up something. Either them or another place... um, It won't take time to turn there. I'll just read it to you. It says, now the Spirit Spirit expressly says, this is 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, don't have to put it up, uh, says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So men's ideas, devil's ideas, not God's idea. I don't know about you, but I want God's idea. Not idea, I mean, his truth. I want what, he's not like, I'm floating this you guys try it out for a few hundred years. We'll see how it goes. No. We'll heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their, uh, their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. So I get, you know, I think, I think we can think, um, let start wrapping up here, but I, I think that we can think in terms of something that's a gross error, something that's way over here well that you're talking about heresy way over here and in the ditch that applies obviously but the devil's subtle we ought to be checking up everything cuz you know a subtle thing can mess you up royally for decades <laughs> so if it's if it's off and it sounds pretty good but it's not quite right that's the same thing you're not saying that people are devilish or demonic or not sincere now, there could be things that are inspired by the devil, but there's, people have ideas or misinterpret the Word of God. They can be wrong, can, can be sincerely wrong, but can still do damage. So we're not pointing fingers at people, just saying, for ourselves, what's our standard? We're not going to be lulled to sleep and just say, well, you know, whatever, I'm good. I just hear the Word, you know, I, I hear, quote unquote, the Word, but, but hear preaching Uh, I want to make sure I'm seeing it in the Bible. I'm seeing it in the Word. I'm not drifting. Of course, if you go way over into the ditch and, you know, completely going away from the truth, that's obviously wrong, but just going, there's so many things that, that are, are variants. In this day and age, Man, you can go on, you, you pick your channel, you pick your source and watch any number of people all in the name of God, all in the name of Christianity, preaching things that will contradict each other, that, that will look slightly different. How are you going to know what's right? You got to look at the scriptures. You cannot go on autopilot and go, well, it just doesn't matter. Just give me some more of that. makes me feel so good. Ooh, I like it. I don't really care if it's in the Bible, but I like it. What's the difference of that than any other philosophy? Just New York, you know, Times bestseller list. Let's just pick whatever. If it's not, uh, if it's not Christianity, if it's not truly the Word, so God will lead us. He'll guide us if we'll be open. Then He'll show us. And so many times people go to other people and say, "Well, you know." Uh, looking for an answer from people. We ought to, like we said, there's people that we can look to, but you know, we ought to look to the word. Well, for ourselves, right from the get-go, we ought to be like, what does the word say? Okay, got that? Because you know what? It's not going to matter what I say. It's not going to matter what anybody else says. At the end of the day, we have to believe it because it's the Bible and we're taking it to God saying, this is your word. Yes. And you don't go say, so-and-so said it. You say, the word says it. Because otherwise, it it, it hasn't become truth to us. In God's Word, it's just what somebody said. And then, more than likely, we're going by that person, some attribute of that person that we've determined, well, listen to them, that's a slippery slope. Something exterior saying, well, I can just take whatever. Instead of, no, God, your Word, it's got to line up with your Word. No person is above the Word of God. Amen.